Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a live special edition Thursday night, draft night, weigh-in sports talk. I'm your host, Brian Tarvin. We'll be joined with co-host Trey Patterson. Exciting night. We've waited so long to get here, Trey. Here we are, the NFL draft, and from what I'm hearing, there's some interesting things going on right now, Some hopefully some trades we can see. I love watching trades in the first round. Yeah, I think there is going to be trades this year, Tarvin. I think that's one of the things we will see tonight, for sure. Well, Chip Kelly's uh, frustrated, I heard. He's trying to move up to to get Mariota at number two, but, you know, Tennessee has no interest in what he's offering right now. What do you? Who do you think is going to jump up to number two? Or, I mean, who's possibly could jump up to number one? Because Tampa's getting a lot of calls right now, of course. Yeah, uh, Tampa's getting calls. I think, yeah, people. Would, I think a lot of people would love to jump up and grab Winston for sure. Um, you know, you, you and I talked about this pre-draft. I said the only way Marietta goes and doesn't fall is if there's a trade up to number two and someone overpays for him. I think we're going to see it, Tarvin. I, I think Tennessee will trade that pick. Um, who it is, Tarvin? Uh, that's going to be the interesting the interesting moment. I'm hearing the big things I'm hearing are, are moving up. The Falcons apparently want to move up from eight. Uh, I wonder what that could be. Uh, you also have, um, you know, the Browns trying to make moves. I've heard the Saints are trying to make moves. Uh, and, of course, I think we all expect uh, the Jets to possibly make a move from six, depending on if they think they can get Marietta. So, and then there's no telling to Charvin. Chargers, I mean, who who knows what could happen. I mean, are people just panicking right now? Or have they been slow playing Mariota? Because you've, you've heard the talk on ESPN and from everybody, he could slide all the way down. Is that, you know, people just putting rumors out there to, to get the interest off of Mariota so they can jump up and grab it? Because he went from a hot commodity to not really even being discussed once Winston took yeah. over that, that number one. Yeah, and I think you have um, – People, if you watch uh, the the teams and the way that they play this, Tarvin, you can tell Tennessee is not interested in Mariota. They're, they're way too heavy on the pro-Mariota talk. Uh, if you look at the Browns, for instance, they've been downplaying Mariota for a while, which means they're probably a little bit interested in moving up to get him. There's a lot of back and forth at this point with teams trying to uh, basically, you know, not give up a lot of for what they're trying to get. Um so those who want Mariota are going to devalue him before the draft, and and, and the same with Winston. If they were, they think they could you know, trade up and steal uh, Tampa's pick, um, they're going to try to say, well, Winston, so many problems off the field, and Mariota, they're going to say, well, this guy is not a pro quarterback, he just can't play. Uh, those are the teams that you want to watch out for for all of a sudden making a move and grabbing their guy because it's almost like a spy. Uh, they're trying to disseminate negative information. Um, for other teams to devalue. Yeah, but now just imagine all the nerves and the you second guess. You 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 spent months on months trying to get your draft who you want, and all of a sudden the last day you've seen the movie Draft Day, Trey. It's uh, people change their mind very quick. They panic. So give me a, just a just a guess. Who's going to be the team that jumps up and just busts their entire draft? 
Well, I mean, history would tell you it's going to be Cleveland. I mean, they have two picks this year. Um, I've heard them trading up for Mariota, um, and that's blowing both picks. You've all heard that rumor. Uh, what a terrible, terrible way to, I think, to ruin your draft for Cleveland. Uh, I'm interested to see what Atlanta does. I mean, they have the eighth pick overall, and uh, I, I could see them wasting a draft, a pick, you know, their draft as well. Uh, you know, the the real interesting <laughs> team, Tarvin, is the Seattle Seahawks have 11 picks in this draft, and none of them are in the first four round. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle were to jump up into the first round today um, and trade some of those late picks. So there's there's a lot of depth here in some of these positions. I heard from a couple of GMs, or not GMs personally, but through people who have talked to GMs, and there's a bunch of teams that have only about 16 first-round grades in this draft. So I think once we get 8 to about 16, Tarvin, uh, you could even see even more trades because so many teams have grades that drop off at 16 that I think some wow. teams are going to be coming out of the second round to make no move because they think that at that point, there's going to be such a huge drop-off that they're going to have to come in and grab that you know, number 15 or 16th player on the draft because they, they're so much better in their draft boards than the 32 or the 40. Well, Tampa is on the clock, Trey, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see if it just gets going immediately. But there's a name in this draft. You know, running backs have been nothing in the first round or wide receivers, really, but tonight, we have a couple of receivers, a couple of running backs that could be mm-hmm. in the first round. But Todd Gurley, Trey, is soaring up the boards now. What's going yeah. on with Gurley? Where's he going to go? You know, I think the best move for Gurley is if he gets taken by Atlanta and you have know, a backfield of Devontae Freeman from Florida State who's really come on his own. And then uh, Gurley, who has a little bit of chance to get healthy with Freeman taking some of the load off immediately. That's where I would like to see Gurley. We'll have to see, though. But, Kevin, I'm going to tell you right now, no, no draft dilemma here. Winston goes number one, Tampa takes the pick. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, dra- no drama. I mean, it, now here's the deal. Even if the pick is traded, you're going to get uh, – unless Philadelphia, for some reason, jumped up and, and took number one. I think Chip Kelly's crazy enough to take Mariota, don't you? <laughs> you know, I, I think Trip Kelly has been – throwing a lot of stuff out there, um, pro-Marietta, anti-Marietta. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they do anything uh, at all. Um, but I just don't see I don't see Chip Kelly doing that. I mean, you look at a lot of their moves that people have questioned, and they've actually been pretty good football moves, trading away some older veterans for younger players who are in their prime at cheaper contracts. So I'm not so sure that he would, he would mortgage that. I think people just assume um, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and if you're Tampa right now, Trey, you have to go quarterback. Look at the division. You you have the Falcons, the Saints, and the Panthers, all three with with very good quarterbacks. I mean, maybe not all elite, but very very good. You've struggled for years because you didn't have a quarterback. I mean, this is a is this a no brainer that Tampa has yeah. to keep this pick and draft Winston. I mean, you can't trade this away if you're Tampa. Not when you have Mike Evans that you got last year, I believe it was last year. I mean, they have the yeah. tools around him. So if they can get a quarterback, man, they could be a contender in that division. Yeah, and let, let, let's, let's be honest here. I mean, the Tampa players, per the same sources, by the way, um, the, Florida, the same Florida State sources that said that um, E.J. Emanuel was going to go in the mid-first round last, you know, when he was picked about three years ago. And that came out of nowhere, by the way. I, that wasn't even on my radar. 
um, they have said, same sources, and I, I posted this on Twitter, that Winston, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers players have already been told that Winston is their guy. He's going to pick. Winston was in town in Tampa, has basically been in Tampa for about a week and a half now, Harvin, at charity events and um, just other social events from Buccaneers players and former Buccaneers players. He was looking at houses, Tarvin. This is the biggest lock that we've seen in the draft since Andrew Locke. I mean, well, we kind of knew the Colts were going to take Locke. Well, Trey, you know, you know, I mean, the Tampa Bay hasn't picked yet because they're probably on the phone right now. And yeah. I mean, is there a team out there willing to just to give up almost their entire draft? And would Tampa listen? I mean, if you come to them with just say Cleveland, first two, you know, both first-round picks and maybe a second and third. I mean, is Cleveland dumb enough to do something like this? And will yeah, Tampa I mean, Bay entertain something like that? Well, I think they have to entertain it, but I think the asking price would be would be more than RG3. I think even the Tennessee Titans were asking for more than what the Redskins gave up for RG3. So you're talking about multiple first-round picks. Um I just don't know. I mean, Winston is um, on the field, right, that ready. Now, yeah. is he capable of doing something stupid off the field? Absolutely. He showed that he could. Um, but in the NFL draft, I mean, you talk about guys who have a lot of question marks, and Winston right now isn't even the number one guy. I mean, you have Collins uh, from LSU. You have Gregory from Nebraska. You have um, the other guy, I'm just slipping my mind right now, uh, who got popped, uh, arrested as well, uh, Shane Ray from Missouri. Uh, all three of those guys might even be in the first round now. I mean, so Winston uh, comes with risk. So do a lot of these players. Uh, and I, I just think, Tarvin, that uh, what you're getting from him is too much of an upside unless you just get offered the entire moon. Well, I heard that when Winston was in the interview with, with Tampa that you know, the only player they saw of this caliber was Andrew Luck. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about being able to talk, being able to talk business, being able to bring his vision to Tampa, what he's going to do. So that's saying a lot. It's not, you know, a lot of people look at Winston and say, oh, he's from Alabama, he's ignorant or, or whatever. But actually Winston had a chance to go to Stanford. And and actually, it's hard to get in the Stanford. So he's a very smart quarterback, and this is a no-brainer, Trey. I I pulled the trigger months ago. We we talked mm-hmm. about it on the show. Winston's number one, but I just don't see Tennessee staying at number two with Mettenberger in their. You know, I, I just think Mettenberger's yeah. better right now than Mariota. I just think Tennessee's going to trade, and they're going to get a get a lot in return for it. Just so you know, Tarvin, the pick is officially in. Uh, and uh, from contacts on Twitter who are with the Jameis Winston party, by the way, um, including Damian Craig, by the way, your Auburn guy, uh, Winston is actually on the phone right now uh, with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, looks like the pick is him, Tarvin. Tennessee Titans are actually now on the plot, and we're waiting on Winston pick. Well, uh, hold, on, hold on. This just in. Nick Marshall is going to be picked by Tampa's first pick. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise, baby. And, and I want to ask you about him real quick, Trey. Nick Marshall, obviously, is not going to be a quarterback in the NFL right now. What round does he go? Does he go safety? Does he go in the top three rounds? Where do you think he goes? I think he goes uh, fourth or fifth round as a DB. Uh, he's got he's got skills. Yeah. he's got ball skills as a DB. I think he goes late. Uh, he's got enough. somebody takes a flyer on Nick Marshall as a DB. Uh, Tarvin, I'm also hearing as we're about to hear Winston announced on the stage. 
that uh, indeed the Eagles have offered Sam Bradford to the Titans, including other players, including draft picks, and the Titans have turned it down. So the Titans are asking for an awful lot. So here's the pick, buddy. There it is. Well, surprise, everybody. If you, if Davis <laughs> Winston yeah, is the new chapter quarterback, and, and I have to say this, Tampa Bay is a contender in this division now. So congratulations. You didn't screw up your draft this year, Tampa. You you really went out and got the main player that could go out and make an incident, immediate impact. He's the only quarterback that can make an immediate impact, Trey, if they got it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So immediate impact. Uh, and, and not only that, because I mean, you have Mike Evans, you have a young receiver, uh, they got some good linemen and some de- defensive guys. They need a lot of other pieces, Tarvin, but this is a division I think they can compete in uh, and win enough games to maybe, maybe you know get in that last playoff spot. If you're in the studio right now, you're wanting in, I'm, I'm coming. My computer is, is not cooperating. I'm trying to get in there to get you in. But, you know, this draft is is going to get crazy, Trey. We, you know, no drama in that first pick. We knew what was coming, but I'm, I'm still not convinced that Tennessee is going to keep this pick. Six minutes and thirty five seconds left. We'll mm-hmm. see. Do they take Mariota if they keep it though? They have to, don't they? I, I don't. Here, here, here's here's my prediction. I know we're gonna we're gonna try to keep up with predictions, Tarvin. I'll tell you, uh, my prediction is is that Tennessee trades the pick and the, the pick is Marcus Mariota. However, if Tennessee does not uh, does not trade the pick, I think the pick is easily Randy Gregory. Um, I'm not Randy Gregory, excuse me. <laughs> I got Gregory on the line. Uh, I was like, wow. Uh, I'm sorry, Leonard Williams is, is going to be the pick if Tennessee keeps the pick. I think Leonard Williams is a, is a stud, uh, will easily be a starter in this league for a number of years and a pro bowler. Uh, but I just think there's too much hype behind Marcus Marietta Tarvin. Someone will take the bait. And Tennessee will have yeah. to trade it away. They're going to get too much in return. Tennessee needs more than a D-lineman. Yeah, but why would Tennessee turn all of that down if they were just going to take a defensive lineman right now? Why wouldn't they trade down, get a couple, you know, a little lower caliber, I mean, but, but get a couple more first-round picks if, if you're not going to take Mariota? It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I think – one, I think Mariota is not rated highly by a lot of teams. I'm just going to throw that out there. I think that uh, half the teams in the NFL have Mariota as a very low-rated quarterback. And so I think Tennessee wouldn't take him for that reason alone. However, I think I think Gregory – not Gregory. I keep saying Gregory. Um, uh, but I think Leonard Williams is so high. In a, in a straw poll, um, 32 teams, if they were to have the number one pick, who would they, they select? And you have to think some of these teams had pretty good quarterbacks. But the most the most picked was Williams out of USC uh, at about 12 or 16. So you're talking about a guy who is valued on over half the boards as the number one overall player. Um, that's because, obviously, they had needs that weren't quarterback. But I think that would be the reason why, Tarvin, the Titans would stick with the USC guy. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what you said about I think Tennessee is going to trade it away I mean, they have four minutes and 20 seconds to do so, but I think they're going to trade this pick away. I think Mariota is the number two pick regardless. I think they're going to – whoever is going to get him is going to fall bait to it. Chip Kelly, Trey, he he struck out. Why would Cleveland move up and give up their first two-round – or their two first-round picks for Mariota? I mean, are they just – 
say Manziel's done? I mean, or, or is that yeah. going to be a part of the deal, maybe shipping away mm-hmm. Manziel? I don't think anybody wants Manziel. I, I think they would not. Uh, it's possible, I guess, that somebody would take a flyer on him, but um, I, I don't know that Cleveland ha- has the, enough for Tennessee to trade away. I mean, with two first picks, remember, uh, a lot of teams only have 16 first-round grades, and Cleveland does not pick uh, within that first 16 more than twice, and they, they pick 12 as the highest pick they have. And their other pick is 19, and so if you only have – 16 first-round grades, you're basically trading one first-rounder and a second-rounder, according to some teams. So I just think um, that that's not enough for Tennessee if you really do have 16 guys graded that high. Uh, and I just think Leonard Williams is such a good defensive end in a league where you have, I mean, guys like Andrew Luck playing against. I mean, they need someone to rush the passer. So um, I think it's Leonard Williams if they keep it. But I think I think we could see a trade here for Marietta. And I'm going to go ahead and, and go down to number three real quick while we're waiting on this. Jacksonville would be sitting in prime position to pick up Leonard Williams. But, Trey, I think Jacksonville is going to go ahead and go with Amari Cooper out of Alabama to go with, with everything else they have on offense. Young quarterback with a cannon. Uh, they got you have receivers. Do you think Jacksonville needs the defensive help, or do you think they'll go with Amari Cooper? I actually think Amari Cooper could be the pick, too. Uh, we'll see. I think if Leonard Williams is there, they're going to take him. I, I think he's that high on people's board. Uh, but I think if he's not there, um, I think it could be Cooper as well. I, I'm not sold on Dante Fowler. Um, I think a lot of people are. Uh, have him going to Jacksonville. I don't believe Dante Fowler will go to Jacksonville out of Florida. I think um, I think it's going to be Cooper or Williams, depending on how this draft pick right here for Tennessee goes. Well, I saw Mariota. He looks he looks very nervous right now. And and if Mariota doesn't go with this pick tray, do you think he's going to start sliding down the draft board a little bit? Oh yeah, I, I think that and the the chance of trades also goes way up because I think Jacksonville would trade their pick. I think there's no doubt about that. They're they're a team that could trade down for sure. So you're looking at Mariota, Tarvin. I think there could be an absolute slide here. Um, unless, again, someone's willing to trade up. It depends on what they're willing to give up for Marcus Mariota. Yeah, and people are wondering. They're impatient. They're like, well, hell, you've had six months to, to know who you're going to pick. Who are you, why are you not picking yet? But there's a lot going on behind the scenes right now on the telephone, some deals being made. And, Trey, the longer this goes, the more I believe that the Tennessee, the pick is in, Trey. I mean, could they still trade it if the pick is in? I mean, or does that mean – what what does that mean? They've already selected their player, or they've already yeah. I think it means that they selected it. the player and didn't take a trade. <clears throat> so I, I guess it, I guess it, I guess it could be Mariota here. Uh, we'll see. Um, I'm still picking. I don't know. That's what I'm picking. Yeah, they have Mettenberger, Trey. I mean, are they just going to throw him away? He's a pro ready quarterback. Well, I mean, he, he has uh, a lot of upside. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just don't see how Mariota fits in with Wisenhunt's offense. Um, he doesn't. He's not a big arm guy. I just, maybe he wasn't hunt in developing. We'll see. But we're about forty yeah. seconds away from him announcing. Well, since you went with Leonard Williams, I'm going to go with with Mariota in this one. I do not believe Mariota deserves to be this high. I'm not saying that because I think he's that good. And you know the needs for Jacksonville before you pick this one. Defensive end, offensive tackle, free safety, a corner, a receiver is not even on their list of needs. But 
This this pick's going to determine everything right here, Trey. It's going to depend on what Jacksonville does. Yeah, and just just to throw this out there, Tarvin, Florida State made history having their last three quarterbacks all go in the first round. That's not been done before. So Florida State, again, uh, made draft history with Winston going number one. We'll see if Oregon uh, and, and what Marcus Mariota are making history with two quarterbacks taken. I think it's a big mistake if they make this pick, Tarvin. I think Leonard Williams is a stud. Uh, we'll see, Tarvin. I just, man, we'll see. Hey, Leonard Williams is good, but this, this he's not, I mean, as, as good as, I don't think he's as good as you're stating, but we all have different opinions. But here it comes. We're going to find out who Tennessee took. I just think turning down everything they did, either they love Williams and are getting him or they're going to take Mariota. So let's listen in. Marcus Mariota. Mariota. Wow. Wow. I picked it because, Trey, they were – turning down too much. Those offers, if they didn't want Mariota, they would have easily taken that. So no Chip Kelly and Marcus Mariota relationship in Philly. But now his family from Hawaii is going to have to fly all the way to Tennessee, Trey, to, to see him play. I know I know he's upset. Well, and I'm, I'm still not sold. This isn't a traded pick. Uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe he stays with Tennessee. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just I think this is a bad move. I, I think this is a uh, Tennessee team who you, I just don't see a lot of success for him with Tennessee. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I am for him, Tarvin. Uh, not not a big Mariota fan in the pro game. Uh, but Marcus Mariota goes, and I think now, Tarvin, uh, this kind of locks up for me, Leonard Williams to Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, Amari Cooper, I think, was going to be their pick. But I think Leonard Williams is an easy third pick now. Um yeah, it forced them to take make it. the draft settle down. I mean, maybe no trades now. Well, I, I'm with you. I think that that maybe people were were trying to to let the Tennessee. I mean, they didn't think they were going to take Mariota anyway. So, like like you said, they took him, and now they're willing to trade him. Who? How far down would they go to trade him now? I mean, would it be like right now, or would it be later in the first round? When do you think this trade would be announced? Yeah, I mean, I think it would be somewhere around the 7 through 10 pick. I think it's where uh, – but, again, you know, maybe this is one of those things where Tennessee was really high on him uh, and didn't uh, didn't want to let anybody on. But, um, I mean, Tarvin, I, I just – looking at Marcus Mariota, um, the, his throwing <laughs> motion, his, his speed, and the way they're not set in a lot of throws, uh, he doesn't have a, deep, a great deep ball. Um just uh, very surprised by their pick. Uh, obviously, I think a lot of people were very high on him, but you know, does he fit the Tennessee Titans system? Does he, is he a quarterback they can build around? Um, I'm not so sure that he is. Well, well, here's some interesting things. The first round grade for, for Tampa, A-, minus. Tennessee gets a C-. minus. That's pretty bad, Trey. If you're second pick, the second overall pick, you get a C- minus on that. That's, that shows that you – you got someone that didn't deserve to be there and wasn't a good fit for you. The pick is in in Jacksonville. I'm with you, Trey. It's Leonard Williams, and it's not even close. Unless yeah, they've already Cooper. locked in Amari Cooper. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, Leonard, Leonard Williams, I think, is an easy pick. I think Jacksonville was super excited uh, to see Mariota off the board. Um, yeah, I think this is an easy need for them. 
and and so, and the pick some people had is the best overall player. So I think that is a win for Jacksonville, especially after Bortles last year, which turned out to be a pretty good draft move as well, Tarvin. Well, well, Trey Oakland will be fourth. I mean, I'm trying to look for a punter or a kicker or someone that they could take with this pick. I mean, I don't trust that Oakland's going to take Amari Cooper, even though I think that's who who they're going to have to go after. I think he's a game changer. I think he's the best receiver in the draft. I've watched him play. But could, Jack, could Oakland screw this pick up, or could they trade it? Yeah, could Oakland, could Oakland mess this pick up? <laughs> Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. So they're Oakland. They had, I think, in the last like ten years, they have a single first round pick on their roster still, other than last year when they finally got Khalil Mack, and that was a home run. Uh, you know, uh, I think that they could. Uh, last year's Khalil Mack pick makes me believe that they may have figured things out for the first time. Uh, but yeah, they could obviously trade it uh, or get it wrong. Uh, but really interesting to see if if Leonard Williams isn't the guy. Um, then that starts to get really interesting as well. Um, but I, I think it's going to be Leonard Williams. And, and to me, if I'm Oakland, I got, you know, a young quarterback in Carr who played very well last year. Uh, the pick is easily Amari Cooper, who's the best route runner in this draft mm-hmm. as a wide receiver. Yeah. Or Oakland could say center from Auburn, Reese Dismukes right here. They need a, <laughs> they need a, a center, right? Well, their center actually is the highest-paid center in football in Florida State, Rodney Hudson. So, uh, <laughs> trade him. Get, get, trade him. Get, just, just drop him and, and pick up Reese Dismukes. But, yeah, um, I mean, this is, I, I'm, I was expecting a little more drama, you know, this early in the draft. I'm, I'm a little let down, to be honest with you. I thought we were going to see some fireworks, but maybe they're coming. I'm, I don't know. That's, I mean, I'm just hard to believe that Mariota was – was really what you really wanted if you're Tennessee. I mean, I, I think you were right. He doesn't fit with them, and I just don't get it. Sometimes you scratch your head and you wonder what, what people are thinking. Since, uh, since Jacksonville's trades in, Trey, what, what's taking so long for them to come and announce it? Well, I mean, yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure why it's taking so long. Maybe after – Roger could after after uh, Mariota's name was butchered on stage. Maybe he's trying to figure out how to pronounce it Williams. Um, but listen to this, Tarvin. Uh, if 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 Marcus Mariota is on the Tennessee Titans roster in Week One, it could be Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Tennessee Titans, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Week One NFL. Wow. Well, that's the thing. I don't think Mariota starts. I think Winston does. But uh, multiple Heisman winners selected in the first round, 2015, Winston Mariota, 2011, Cam Newton, Mark Ingram, 2010, Bradford and Tebow, 2006, Bush and Leinart, 1980, Billy Sims and Charles White. So a little history there. Yeah, I mean, uh, crazy that uh, that happened. It's really, I'm still, still a little caught off guard that Tennessee did that. Well, I mean, I really want to see – I uh, would like to see Ken Wisenhunt talk about how he thinks he's going to fit in the system, given the fact that he's had a very particular quarterback type his entire career as an offensive mind. Um, so we'll be, it will be interesting to see what he says about what he thinks Mariota can do for the Titans. Um, but Jacksonville, Tarvin, you know, they're, we're waiting on their pick, and here it comes, buddy. Nick Marshall. <laughs> uh, here we go. Leonard Williams, huh? guys. That's who I'm picking. Yeah. Sammy Coe, Dante Fowler. Wow. 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 Oh, 
or hometown guy maybe, you know, put some fans in the stands. I think that was I, – I really don't like that pick by Jacksonville. You had Amari Cooper sitting here and Leonard Williams as a gift from Southern Cal. I just – Trey, I'm, I'm stunned. <laughs> yeah, I, I look at this as – and I know I'm – you and I apparently, and I, I didn't know that you were um, down on Dante Fowler as well, um, but he is a guy who – I look at and I, and I wonder about he's got the size and talent, uh, but he just did not produce uh, to a level that I thought he should in college given his his uh, abilities. And I wonder if if just he's a guy who is going to have the motor that he needs to in, in the pro game. I didn't have him up this high. I had him a grade of about 10 to 15. I thought it was about, you know, towards the that end of the first round grade. Um, but I just think about Leonard Williams is such a, to me, um, uh, a much better player, and uh, I look at Fowler as a guy who do you play him at linebacker? Do you try to play him at end? He's a hybrid player. Um, maybe maybe that's why they took him, Tarvin, is that he he can be a hybrid player. Well, you know you have Oakland the picks in. Do they take Leonard Williams from California? Someone close, or are they going with Amari Cooper? I think they were. I, I think it's Cooper because they've already locked. Yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, I, I think do too. Cooper. I think they've already made up their mind before. No matter what Jacksonville was doing, Amari Cooper, I, I just don't want to see Amari in Oakland, and, and I, I like him. That's why I don't want to see him in Oakland. I would love to see him make it down to to number eight. I know he wasn't just to be with the Falcons. And I know the Jets would love to have someone like that if, if receiver, but if Oakland doesn't take Amari Cooper, they're crazy. And, Trey, I think we have Sonia on the line with us. Sonia, welcome to Williams Sports. Sorry, I let you on hold a couple of minutes. I didn't see you there. Where, who does Oakland take in this with this pick? Do they take Amari Cooper? I hope not. J- Jason and I are both here, and we're like, please not Coop. Please. Oh, what's up, guys? Hey, Trey. Hey, Trey. Hey, what's up, guys? It's just so I'm just like, dude, with all the um behind the scenes action. You guys gotta give us a minute. Hold on. I don't want to um have the radio or the TV going on so it'll block you guys. Give me one second. There we go. That's true. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just think Amari Cooper is going to Oakland. I know you don't want him. I don't want him too, but I, yeah. I think he's going to Oakland. Yeah. Jace, what about you? All athletes go to die. <laughs> He'll be out there with Trent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Amari Cooper is, is, is a phenomenal wide receiver. Hell, he may even change Oakland and, and make him a winner. And I don't know, but the B-plus grade, real quick, while you are here, what do you think of Mariota going number two? I just think that's way too high. He ain't going to stay there. You think he's getting they, traded? They picked him for someone else. Watch. Probably Cleveland. Because that was a rumor that's yesterday. That's, that's, I think that's I what Trey said. Cleveland he's was not going to be a Titan. Trey, I mean, you, you guys must know something I don't. But that that sounds that sounds like a good deal. Maybe they took him to force someone else that that they know wants him. I mean, we 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 see that all the time, Trey, in sports. I know you want something, and the only way I'm going to get what I want is to take what you want and you know dangle it in front of you. But right now, Winston number one, Mariota number two, Dante Fowler number three, which surprised me a little yeah. bit. But here yeah, we have Oakland, was... and then on deck is Washington. Well, I mean, I think the pick is going to be Jacksonville. 
I think Oakland can't lose if they take Leonard Williams or Amari Cooper. Uh, I think either you build on your defensive pick from last year in Khalil Mack or you build on your, your young quarterback in Carr. Uh, either one of those picks are, 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 are back to a home run, Tarvin. I think we've had two very questionable picks in my book. Well, well who does Washington take, Trey? Who, who is Washington going to take? Well, if I'm Washington and I'm looking at the board, depending on uh, if, if Williams and Cooper, one of those guys are probably going to be gone here. Uh, but what I like with the Washington Tarvin is if you really want to give RG3 a shot, yep. it's a exactly. tackle out of, <laughs> out of Iowa who is just a mauler uh, in, the, in the Big Ten. Brandon Sheriff uh, guy is, is legitimately good. I think he's probably the best tackle in the entire draft. And that's who I would take if I was Washington, because I think you need to protect RG3 if you have any shot at having him be a successful quarterback. Amen. Well, I, mean, I, I, th- I think Trey's right on that one, because if, if you watch RG3, he's running for his life. He's getting killed. Is that a no-brainer pick, Sonia? Uh, the offensive tackle out of Iowa. I would have to agree with Trey, but the one thing that, that we – all have to admit it, we never know what these guys are going to do behind the scenes or what deals they make, but I'm with Trey. Kuiper knows. What are you talking about, Sonia? Mel oh, Kuiper yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I, every time I watch the draft, and Jason made the point that, that this time they put Groot next to Kuiper, I just want Groot to pop him one good time because he always looks like he's about to. <laughs> <laughs> I love John Gruden watching his reaction, his facial expressions. I know, like right now. See, right now he's smirking yeah. at him. He's like, dude, shut yeah. up. <laughs> I, like, I like what Gruden said, Trey, with uh, Winston. He said, they, they told me they fired me because of the quarterback, and now they've got a chance to get one. Here they go, Oakland Raiders. We got Amari Cooper. Who's? I'm saying it's Williams, but I'm flipping. Dang. Who's Oakland's quarterback? Amari Cooper is the Alabama, pick for Oakland. Is. I flipped my well, so far, away, I'm, that's a great pick. So far, I'm three out of four. All right. Who's Oakland's quarterback? Carr. Oh, Carr. Out of uh, Derek Carr. It? Fresno State. Yep. You got that to excuse me? Cool! Roll Tide, baby! Okay, you may continue. <laughs> that was a, a great pick by Oakland. I mean, they, yeah, I think it's a great. Pick. That's what you need. You know, you know, Oakland struggle with scoring points. They have their quarterback. I think they can lead them down the road. Amari Cooper is just that weapon that you saw. Amari Cooper, actually, Trey and Sonia, you've all seen it. He's taken over football games against good defenses, and you just can't cover him. He, he just gets open, and Oakland needs that home run hitter, and they just got him, Trey. Oh heck yeah! Yeah, what I like about the pick is from Oakland is they didn't buy the Kevin White hype. Um, you know, Kevin White might be a good <laughs> pro, uh, but he's not the best wide receiver in this draft, in my mind. A lot of people had Kevin White going skyrocketing up and has a combine. Uh, look, combines are great, Tarvin, but I want to see what you did on the field. Cooper has done it against really good DBs. I mean, you saw him uh, get the first-round DB and get, you know, in Florida, the Florida game, just abuse him. Uh, I just think I think that Amari Cooper is the right guy for Oakland. He's going to give Derek Carr a great weapon. The guy who runs routes really well with an NFL game is really important. Uh, and I think that you know Oakland didn't blow this. They're they're back on the board as a solid yeah. pick here. Great pick from Oakland. And and Will Muschamp is very happy now after 
Cooper thrash Florida, and he doesn't have a chance to thrash Auburn this year. So Will Muschamp's <laughs> a very happy guy, son. <laughs> Well, he's, and he's also, because I follow him on Twitter as, as most of the Bama players, or as, as I follow most of the Bama players, and he is one very, very mature young man, very mature. You you never hear him getting in trouble off the field. He's just just very, very focused, very, just a, a quality, quality kid and just a great athlete. So I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. He's a machine. Well, well the pick is in, guys, for Washington we all think it's going to be the offensive tackle of Iowa, yeah. but what's going on with Leonard Williams here, guys? What is going on? This guy yeah, this is, is surprising. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, Atlanta's going to take Vic Beasley from Clemson. If they can get him on the defensive side of the ball, that's who I like them taking, by the way. I'd love to see Gurley there, like you said, Trey. That would be great, yeah. but I think they're going for some firepower on defense, and Vic Beasley right there would fit perfect in Atlanta. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah, I think Vic Beasley is a great pick. I think I think Atlanta, you're, you're kind of going top. Yeah, Vic Beasley would be great. But, Tarvin, I think, again, I think this is, we got the offensive tackle of Iowa. I'm sticking with that pick. But, Tarvin, looking at the Jets, I mean, a team with a lot of needs uh, and a team that really, I think, wanted – uh, Mariota to fall. What do you think they're going to do? I think the Jets, honestly, I think they're going to – they could get that Trey Wayne's kid, the corner out of Michigan State. I just don't look for the Jets to try to make a splash. They're they're not that kind of team. I thought they were going to trade up too, but I don't know. Gurley could fit good, and I know he wouldn't go that high, but I could see him playing in that division. Strong runner, Sonia. What do you think? Who's the Jets going to pick? I can't. I can't say right now. I can't predict this stupid team. Jesus, because that's who they need. <laughs> hey, who did you say, Jesus? Jesus, because they need everything. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they need to pick Jesus. The Jets. I mean, they've got Decker, who's who's really to me like their best standout player right now, or as far as their their playmaker. But the, the Jets just. Trey said it best. They just need everything. So there's yeah. no telling. Their management, who knows? Now, I mean, Sammy Coates could fit good right there, Trey. You know, I'm going <laughs> to pump the Auburn. I'm going to pump the Auburn players so they get picked in the second round, okay? You're going to have to. Because our show, our show won't last that long tonight, buddy. <laughs> I'll be here Friday, Friday night until 24 hours. So finally, we've got somebody. <laughs> uh, we got the Redskins up. Yeah, I, I Redskins think. Um, yeah, this is this has got to be the offensive tackle out of Iowa. If if it's not, it's a mistake. I mean, again, Leonard Williams would be a great pick for anybody, but this is a need they really have on the offensive line. I think that's the only pick you could do. Yep, we got it right. Boom. See, Mel Kuyper, sit down. <laughs> the Redskins took a suck eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we have it. The Redskins made a very wise investment into their future. I mean, you have to start up front if you're gonna if you're gonna build and protect it. You don't you don't draft a quarterback. Without an offensive line, guys, come on! So they finally they're they're going backwards. They're doing it the wrong way, but they they had to take this guy, which brings us to the Jets now. Leonard Williams is on there. I don't know, maybe 
some bad news came out on him we don't know about, but I think Leonard Williams will be a Jet now, Trey. I don't see him falling more than six. I'm just gambling here and just using deductive reasoning to say that, that Leonard Williams is, is going to be a Jet, unless he got killed in a car accident or something <laughs> while we don't, we don't yeah. know about him. Maybe they think maybe they think he's Lyle Collins from LSU. I mean, maybe maybe they're messing that up. I think the Auburn guy that got arrested for burglary last night is declared for the draft, and they're talking to him right now. <laughs> Daniels, <laughs> not Cy <Yeah. Ty> Jones. <laughs> well, he I, I, I don't he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> uh, the three of the five picks, Tarvin, uh, I'm grading it a B plus or better. Uh, at this point, I think Washington, this is a great pick, great value pick. The perfect guy fell to them. I like Amari Cooper for the Raiders. I'm down on Fowler and Mariota. Uh, I think right now you're right. This has got to be Leonard Williams from defensive tackle from Southern California. The Jets need so much in a, in a, in a league um, that now has LaShawn McCoy or a division that has LaShawn McCoy. The Jets need to uh, beef up a defensive unit. They have a lot of defensive needs. But this is one that I think uh, Leonard Williams, to me, is a guy who's going to hit a home run in the NFL. I think he's going to be a good player. So I think the Jets would do very well for themselves by taking him at this point. So, Anya, who do you think the Jets are going to take? Jason? The Jets? I have no clue, man. They need, like, like you said, they need everything. It's hard to say because with the Jets, it's kind of like what you think they should do, <laughs> they never do. <laughs> They need, they need an offensive lineman. Now, they need to draft a coach. Put it like that. Uh, they need could, could a trade happen right here? Could a trade happen to where Mariota goes to the Jets, Trey? I mean, if you, all of you think that could happen, but I don't know with this pick. But could this be the yeah. one? I don't, I don't know what the Jets could offer at this point, to be quite honest with you. Exactly. They don't have anyone. They don't have anything. Um, but I'm going to tell you, Kelvin White, Kevin White, the receiver out of West Virginia, he's still real high, but I think he could start tumbling down the draft board now that Amari Cooper beat him with that first pick, Trey. Uh, I think he could start stumbling down. Receivers are not valued as much in the NFL, just like running backs, but we're going to see a couple of running backs. Could he fall out of the top yeah. 15? I, I think we'll see. I think Chicago is a team who I think we're eyeing receivers, and they're the next pick. Um, we'll be interesting to see what Chicago does, uh, depending on what the Jets do here. Uh, but I just think that, um, you know, with Todd Bowles being the coach uh, of the Jets, you're looking at a defensive guy. I think he's probably licking his chops over Williams being yep. there. I think you look at the Bears, and I think they could either go uh, someone like Danny Shelton, who's a – a guy who I think a lot of people have valued pretty high. I think he's going to be a good run stopper. Or they could go Kevin White. I really think the, the Bears could go quite either way. Um, well, back I early. think the best value pick, though, Tarvin, is probably Alvin Dupree, the defensive end out of Kentucky, for sure, if you're the Bears. Yeah. That's, that's true. But, but I think the Bears woke up, guys, and they're like, holy crap, we can take Leonard Williams. You have a defensive-minded coach. They never thought they were going to have a shot at Leonard Williams. There's no way, Sonia, no. that they thought this, this guy was going to going to be there. So is this a no-brainer? I think it is. Leonard Williams or the Jets, See, Sonia? Come on, go with me. They got to they got to shore up on that D. So I'm I'm going I'm going to I'm going to um, ch- 
choose you. I'm going to choose to uh, follow you instead of Kype Kype and uh. Who, who is Kuiper saying? Who is the owl predicting right now? <laughs> the owl. <laughs> well, we've got him on. We've got the TV turned down because we've got you guys on speaker. But whatever he's saying, it's not making any sense, and it probably does not matter because anything Kuiper says is just wah 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 to me. I'm, I'm, cannot... I'm reading his lips, Ray, saying uh, Sammy Coates right there. <laughs> 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 I, 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 and I'm reading, I'm reading uh, John Gruden's mind, which is this guy can't believe he's involved with the NFL. <laughs> and, and he actually gets a paycheck. That's what bothers me. He's getting paid for this. Exactly. See, now I know what I'm going to do every year. I'm going to call in and just hang out with you guys. Y'all are fun. <laughs> we, we love this show. We, we love doing the draft. Trey, Trey called me and said, we, we have to do a draft show tonight. I'm like, okay. We're, we're doing a draft show tonight. That's right. Oh, there's Kevin White right there. Yeah, Kevin White. Kevin White. No, Kuiper is telling Kevin White to get over there. <laughs> well, well, guys, the pick is in. The pick is in. All we right, know the Jets' offense, but I'm, I'm going Williams. All of us seem to like the Leonard Williams pick. Williams, yeah. I don't, I don't see an offensive player. I don't see an offensive player they could take besides maybe Todd Gurley is the highest besides Kevin White as well. I just don't see the Jets throwing. Tarvin, they're going to take a kicker. <laughs> no, that's that's open. The punter. <laughs> they're going to take a punter with the with the sixth pick of the of the draft. The Jets pick the water boy. <laughs> who, 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 who was the guy that Oakland picked? A couple of years ago, that had a prosthetic arm, leg, and just got out of <laughs> surgery, and they picked him, and I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> well, that was the team. Remember last year, somebody took a kicker in the first round, and we were all looking at each other like, "Huh? Really?" <laughs> it was Bam. Yeah, o- Oakland. Oakland. It was Bam for real. Two oh, years in a row, Tarvin. Yeah, Oakland's done a solid job in the draft. So maybe, maybe let's also focus our attention towards the Cleveland of the world. Oh God! <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, or, All right, the, let's take or, or, or the Dolphins? I mean, the Dolphins took Deion Jordan a couple of years, number three overall, and the guy is now out for a year. So, uh, the Dolphins might be on that list too. Yeah. I'm, I'm just ready. I think this draft is going to get a lot more exciting now that we get past all the hype and the. Now it's going to start getting interesting. There's some good players in this draft I'm looking at, but I'm, I have my eyes on Todd Gurley right now. That's that's who I think is going to shoot up in a minute. Dupree, like you said, for Kentucky. Melvin Gordon is a phenomenal running back. And, and I think some team, if they're smart, they better take you fast. Hey, Tarvin, real quick, real quick, Tarvin, breaking news. Titan GM Rustin Webster, Webster just had a press conference. He said, he said that Mariota is not getting traded, and the team had him valued high in the entire time. They were thrilled to have him. So it looks like the GM made the call on Tennessee Titans. All right, here's the pick for the Jets. Here we go, the Jets pick. A kicker. Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. You go, Tarvin. Leonard Williams. We are rolling tonight here. We are all rolling tonight. And now it's going to start getting harder. You know it, Sonia, Trey, Jason. Yeah. This is where 
the Bears are up. I mean, this team does – they don't know their identity really. Their, their offense can put up points. Their offensive line sucks. Their defense can't stop anybody. I wish Cuervo was here tonight so he could give us a pick. But here we go with the Bears, and I'm going to go the offensive-minded coach. I'm going to go with – God, they need so much. I'm just going to – I'm going to say Kevin White. I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger, Trey. Erlocker! <laughs> no, no. Darvin, can I speak? Darvin, Forte's contract is up this year. They need a running back. They're going to take Melvin Gordon. They better. Wow. That's, that's a great running back. If they took him, that would surprise me, Trey. But, well, hell, this NFL draft, nothing should surprise me. Thank you. That's why, that's why I do not try to, I mean... I don't really try to guess because I'm like, anything could happen. And the last time that I really, really tried to, like, get into it and, and play the mock draft, I was so far off the board. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's, this can make you look crazy. And, and these are just speculation, guesses, best educated guesses. Nobody knows for sure. So let's let's go around the panel here, Trey. We'll start with you on this when the Bears are up. Vic Beasley's available. The linebacker, I'm hoping, goes to Atlanta, and I'm sure Atlanta is licking their chops, hoping. Kevin White, West Virginia receiver. Yeah. Trey Wayne's the corner. Who do you have a, Who do you have going here? Well, I'm, I'm thinking right now one of three players the Bears are going to take, and I'll give you. I'll give you. Give me. A, let me banter with myself a second, and I'll give you a pick. I think it's Kevin White is the only offensive player I think going to the Bears, and uh, the wide receiver out of West Virginia. We have two defensive players that I have in mind here. Uh, I know I talked about it. I know he's, a lot of people have him a little bit lower. So I think the defensive end out of Kentucky, Alvin Dupree, I think is a guy who could go here. And the other pick I could have here is defensive tackle out of Washington, Danny Shelton. I think the Bears who had known or been known in the league for a long time as a team with a defensive identity recently under Jake Cutler have not had a one. And I don't think you trade Brandon Marshall away um, and then you come back on the draft and take Kevin White. I, I just don't think that's your identity. If you're, the Bears do that, I think it's a mistake. Uh, so I, I, I agree with you. I think it could be Kevin White. I'm going to go Danny Shelton, defensive tackle out of Washington. I think the Bears need to develop an identity on defense with the Lions and the Packers, and you have um, you know offensive-minded teams, you know great quarterbacks. They need to be able to stop the run, rush the passer. So I think Shelton gives them a run stopper, and they desperately need that. Sonia? She's in the restroom. Jason? <laughs> they're going to take Gordon. All right. Hey, Melvin Gordon, a phenomenal running back. Ask Auburn, they'll tell you. Uh, they, 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 they couldn't stop him in that outback bowl. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking the way the Bears have made mistakes what they're looking at. But, Trey, they get rid of Marshall. They have to bring somebody in. They have to bring somebody in to fill that void. And there it is, Kevin White right here. And I know it's not the best pick for him, but that's who they're going to take. Yeah, but they still got You absolutely can be correct. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, Yeah, right now – yeah, I mean, you could see – I could see Gurley going here, Jason, and Jason, I actually could – uh, with Forte being the end of his end of his contract, I just, man, they're not going to win if they take um, Gurley or, or White. They're not going to be a team that competes in this division. They're not going to have the defense they need. 
You have to put, you have to get somebody that can put pressure on the quarterback, right, Jason? Yeah, but I mean, she. But if you don't, I mean, hell, I mean, they still got Cutler. And, and if you don't have a running game, they ain't gonna respect the pass. That's why I just think they're going to take a running back. And I agree with Trey. It could be Gurley. It could be it could be Melvin Gordon. I still say that Gurley's going to Minnesota, though. AP's getting he traded. Would be hell, he would be hell in that division, Jason. In a dome. Yeah. Or no, no, it's not a dome anymore. But in that division, I mean, he could he could look at Lacey, how, how he did in that division. You know, coming out of the SEC, big back. Gurley's a big back as well. He could have a field day. Yeah, he's a beast. He is. He got hurt, and people just started talking him down, talking down, but but he's the best back in this draft. It's hard to – I think Gordon is is your most stable back. You know what you're going to get. Gurley is the one that can hit a home run for you, and he can do kick returns as well. But the pick is in for the Bears, so I don't know why they sit here 10 minutes and and watch the Owl talk. But. Hey, Turman, while, while we're we talking, go. I'll tell you some great knowledge here. That Brandon Sheriff the, was the first Big Ten player uh, to be selected in the top here 10 in the NFL draft since 2008. Kevin White. Yep, Kevin White. He took a receiver. Bad mistake. That was a mistake. Yeah, mistake. I was right. It was stupid. I must be stupid. Or maybe I can read the minds of the Bears. I don't know. But now this is a team that affects Jason, Sonia, and I. We live in Atlanta here. We have to put up with the Falcons fans, you know, all of them talking about a Super Bowl. So, Sonia, I'm starting with you on this one. Who do the Falcons take? Who do you want to see the Falcons take? I know. I just got back from my bathroom break. <laughs> I want to see them take Gurley. I don't think that's going to happen. They need Gurley. They really Early, to be honest, or we need somebody. We need somebody on that O line. Let's see. Oh crap! You got Andrews Pete. Andrews Pete out of Stanford's available. He's the next best offensive lineman rated. I want them to take Gurley. I really do. Oh God, there's so much. We got Hegman last year though for the O line and uh. Yeah, for deep defense. Either I don't know. The Falcons either need um, a defensive tackle or they need Gurley. They need on both sides of the ball, so they can't lose either way. They really need more offense. Well, Trey, who are you going with? Well, I think it's Vic Beasley. I think is the guy I think will go here. Uh, it's Vic Beasley is my defensive player. I think it's Gurley on offense, but I think Vic Beasley is the pick. Yeah, I think you need an offensive line. I mean, more help. They, they have been addressing that. So now what you need, for sure, you got Freeman, the running back from Florida State. Your running backs are set. Gurley would add a boost, of course. But Big Beasley, to me, is something you need in this division with Drew Brees, Cam Newton, and now Jameis Winston, Sonia. I mean, the quarterbacks are there. You need some linebackers to be able to, to tackle and, and maybe get some pressure on some of these quarterbacks. That's why I'm going with Beasley here. Probably right, Tarvin. He's supposed to Because I'm telling you, I now, like him. I can't even guess. <laughs> Half of the people put it like this. In my mental mind, I've been wrong on every pick except for the top three or top two. <laughs> so I don't even want to say who I think it might be. <laughs> All right. Rod 
wide receiver, Sammy Coates. If you're ever in doubt, just pick Sammy Coates. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good to have Julio Jones and Sammy Coates trade him that's on the same team? Wouldn't that be awesome? Well, hey, Tarvin, I'll tell you, this is where we could have our first trade. I think this is the best. Um, we didn't get Mariota at two. I think this is the best opportunity as the Falcons here because uh, a couple players, I think they could have value to be available a, couple, a little bit down in the draft. So um, could have a trade here. Uh, I think it's possible. But who is, who is somebody wanting that they would trade up for right here, though? I mean, could you give me an example of a team that would say, hell, I'm going to I'm going to go up and, and take this player. I mean, it has to be – I don't know. I can't even guess that. I don't even want to guess it. See? Well, I'm just thinking – Like me. You have a – Devontae Parker. Yeah, you have a couple of guys. You have the receiver run maybe coming. Uh, so, teams Atlanta, you know, maybe get somebody to bite on that. Um, because I think the Rams could be looking at um, a receiver at 10. And so, if you want to jump up and grab – uh, who you think is a playmaker in Devontae Parker, you maybe trade up to eight. Hey, I have something for you here. The draft grades from CBS, Winston's an A-, minus. Kevin White's the highest graded so far with an A for Chicago. I mean, that's that's surprising really? to me. Yeah. And Cooper was a B. Sheriff, B-. minus. I thought that was an A, if you want to know the honest truth about it. Mariota, C-, minus. Fowler, B+. Plus. I just don't know who's grading these trades because Kevin White to Chicago to give that grade an eight, I just don't get it. But the Falcons pick yeah. is in right now. Oh, and Lord. I've called this the whole entire draft trade. Big Beasley to Atlanta. If I'm wrong, I would be surprised on this one, honestly. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Big Beasley. And then that's going to take us, guys, to start preparing the Giants. And this is a team that, you know, they won a couple of Super Bowls. They've been very inconsistent. They've got a terrible offensive line, the defense hasn't been better. So we know that, I mean, it has to be better. The Giants aren't going offense, Trey, in this one, I don't think. I, I don't hmm. Well, I, I think they could have gone line. I, I think uh, the Giants could go with Andrews P, the offensive tackle out of Stanford. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I could see him going defense too, buddy. Sonia, what do you – well, I'm not even going to ask Sonia because I know what she's going to say. <laughs> yep. I'm dumb. <laughs> I'd be wrong. <laughs> she's going to say, I don't even want to guess because it's just too crazy. I, don't. I understand that. I hate Jason, it. the Giants, you've seen them. Do they need more offensive help or do they do they need more defensive help? They just need help. He said he's asking the <laughs> They need Jesus, right, Sonia? <laughs> Everybody needs Jesus. <laughs> well, I actually paid attention to the Giants. I'd give you, um, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know what we watch. Chase, I can get my fantasy football team already. <laughs> Here are the Falcons. Oh, no, but... I mean, this is a team that, you know, look at the division the Falcons play in. and They have the offensive firepower. They need some offensive lines. <clears throat> they need the offensive line to get better. But the defensive side of the ball is what? killed them last season, and they have to address it now. And it doesn't have to be Beasley. There's, I mean, even a corner, Trey Wayne's out of Michigan State. I could see that, Trey. Danny Shelton, you got yeah. him for Washington. They have to go defense, just period. 
But again, I, I still think I'm pretty on Bud Dupree too. So out of, out of Kentucky, I think. But I think right now, Tarvin, I think Vic Beasley is a is a tremendous talent, uh, and really is a player who can play right away. So I always I look at at at, at him, and I, I think that's got to be your pick if you're that. And and you have to go off to Dabo Sweeney. It's like every year. I mean, his defenses his defenses are just amazing. It's the it's the way they they produce NFL talent. Dick Beasley is a guy that's going to come in. He's going to play immediately. He's not going to sit around and wait. I don't know how Dabo does it, Sonia, but he he pulls these defensive players like crazy. I think it's it's because he's a, a disciple of Saban. <laughs> The defense, you know, the, the so-called top defensive mind, and when you've got, look at all his coaches, even Bouchamp. You know, you look at him, and he's at Auburn now. These guys are, they might not be like Will was a great head head coach because of, of other issues, but as far as defensive coordinators, when you you look at the, just hearing the stuff out of Auburn that he's doing down there. Here it comes. Here we go. Here we go. Big Beasley, baby. Back and forth on this. 
man. I'm not going to say anything until it's announced. <laughs> That's yeah. the one, Jason. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jason, I'll be right, like, Carmen, I told you all. Who, who are you taking, Carmen? I'm going to go Pete for Stanford, man. Damn. I can't believe I'm doing this, but they need offensive line bad. So I'm going to go with Pete. That that reminds Coughlin, that, that sounds like what he'll do right now. I'm picking whoever Tarvin picks because so far Tarvin's doing better than Kuiper. So whatever Tarvin says, just put down for me. <laughs> well, Tarvin stole my pick on this one, though, Sonia. So maybe that makes it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're doing well, just, you're doing just as well. That's a, between the two of you, I'm good. So whatever what, whatever you guys agree on, just say Sonia said that too. There we go. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, with Pete, too. Uh, I think Danny Shelton is the, is the other guy you take here. Um, I mean, it has to be interior. I mean, the needs of the, the Giants, we'll, we'll talk about that. We know the offensive, they need an offensive line. They need a center, of course, a wide receiver, uh, a linebacker, they're saying. But the line, it has to be the line, guys. Yeah, there's not going to be a linebacker selected in the first round. Remember, the linebackers uh, in this draft aren't graded high at all. So, you know, it's not going to be a linebacker in the first round. So, yeah, I think it's Beasley was a linebacker. Beasley was a linebacker. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry, I, I missed him. Yeah. Say, <laughs> damn, Trey, it just happened, man. Well, I guess I, guess I was Rams. thinking more middle line. I was thinking more interior linebackers, not outside, because I mean those yeah. are those are, Vic Beasley is a hybrid guy. You know, I'm, I'm talking about more middle linebacker. I guess when I was thinking linebacker. They're yeah, gonna pick Adrian Rand- Peterson. But you know, with with the ninth pick overall, I mean, there's some good players out there. We still have Wayne's. I think he's he's my second choice if I had to pick for the Giants right now. Danny Shelton out of Washington. I'm not real high on him. Gurley out there. Devontae Parker out of Louisville. Here we go, guys. Go. Who is it? Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers. Wow. Eric. You know, Tarvin, I, I almost, I almost, uh, I knew he was, he was yeah, my backup, right. my backup tackle, uh, but I just thought Pete's better. I, I have Pete rated higher than Flowers, but uh, we have the position right, Tarvin. Yeah, they, they have to get some help. Yeah, I, I get a half a point, Sonia. We, we we all get a half a point because we did say offensive line. Okay. There you go. As long as <laughs> as long as my pick matches one of you guys, I'm good. <laughs> I didn't All think right, anyone guys. from Miami was getting drafted in the first round. <laughs> Jason is the winner. He's a big dude. I mean, some of these hey. guys, I'm going to be honest, Have some of these guys, I'm like, who? Have a cupcake. <laughs> hey, Tara, I, I think this is a good pick, though. I, I think whether you rate Flowers over Pete, um, you know, I, I think that's just going to be a, how people graded the, each one of these guys. Uh, I had Pete right above Flowers, uh, but, but all behind Sheriff. So I think it's a good pick for them. They needed offensive tackle. They needed a guy who could be, um, you know, uh, and, and he might move to guard, by the way. I mean, he might be a guard. But, I mean, they, they needed a guy who could be on that line starting this year. So I think it's a good pick for him. Who's got bigger It is a big guy. He's big. Now the Rams are on the clock right now, guys, and, and I'm, I, I missed it, the last pick, but I'm going to go ahead and, and pull the pull it right here. Andrews Pete from Stanford is going to the Rams, Trey. I can see yeah, I, I, 
yeah, I think the Rams definitely need um, definitely need a tackle for sure. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if they pull something crazy here, though. Let me think about this. He looks like Barry Sanders from the side. He sure does, doesn't he? He does. He does. That's a good little, kid. Like, <laughs> Carmen, you pick for me, so I'm good. <laughs> Whoever you say, I'm going to go with. <laughs> well, well, you know the Rams. Yeah, I got you in my backup. Don't worry, sweetie. I love back. you. <laughs> they, they have Trey Mason at running back right now, the Rams. Do they go after somebody like Gurley, or do they just go to the offensive line and get the help there? I mean, who's the quarterback for the Rams? I can't think right now. What's his name? He got traded over. Nick Foles got traded. Oh, God. See, ooh, God, you know you need an <laughs> offensive line now. You are dead if you yeah. bring him. I want to see hey, yeah, the Rams. The Rams need a quarterback. Let's just go out and get Blake Sims right now. Fine, you're what you <laughs> Yeah. He got kids. He need a ra- he got a daughter. He needs a job. He'll just he'll be consistent, hopefully. <laughs> oh, he, he's gonna get a job. He'll get he'll get it somewhere. Somebody's gonna pick him up. Heck yeah! But I, I'm really excited. I want to see who the Vikes are gonna pick. That because we've been following the the AP thing, the AP fiasco as we call it. So and and when you read and it's so funny because like six months ago or when all of this started, the Vikes stand was. We either he plays for the Vikes or he plays for no one. All right. So in that time, up until about two days ago, I think it was, everybody's been you know it's the Bucks and it's this team and that team. Or then they then they come back and say, well Dallas is out and this team is out, and the Vikes reiterated it. But Chris Carter, Chris Carter, who is a former Viking, actually said today, what was it, baby, that they were going to trade him? AP will not be a Viking next year. So I'm kind of interested in that kind of, you know, when you've got situations like that going on, you never know what's going on behind the scenes. And nope. when has never said the truth? Exactly. <laughs> so. so so I'm really interested in what the, you know, what the bikes are going to do. But I really, I kind of, either if Gurley's not going to be a Falcon, I would love to see him in purple. Well, they how about Gordon? You know, he's in. Yeah, I just saw that. Gordon's uh, used to that cold weather, running the football. Does he fit better in Minnesota than Gurley, Jason? Nah, uh, no, uh, no, I want a beast. Because we got, we got <laughs> I, want a, I want a younger version of AP, so I'll take Gurley. Because yeah, Gordon's more like an Aziata, and what's the other guy? Um, um, oh, Kip McKinnon. McKinnon. He's more like them. They need somebody explosive like a girly. So I got my fingers crossed. But, again, no, you never know what's going to happen. And, and then and then everyone, you know, and I wouldn't be sad if, if Minnesota took the cornerback from Michigan State because they, they do need a secondary help. So it's either going to be girly for us or it's going to be the cornerback from Michigan State. As you notice, we skipped over the Rams because well, who care. really cares? <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Pete for the Rams guys. I mean, I don't know. He's Jeff Fisher drafted quarterback in the first four rounds twice in 20 seasons. McNair in '95 and Vince Young. So we'll see. The Rams have to have. I mean, there's nobody here that's gonna just. Oh wow, what a great pick! It has to be something just consistent, solid. And Andrews Pete, I think, is the guy that they could get to help them. They're good at running back. They. I don't know. I mean, their defense is solid. 
So let's go offense right here. Mel's best available, Devontae Parker, Danny Shelton, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, and Malcolm Brown. Pete's nowhere to be found on Kuyper's list right here, and that's where he's going to go. I'll tell you, Tarvin, I think that um, Devontae Parker actually could be the pick here. Um, You look at the receiver core, they haven't developed like they want to, so if they really think that Devontae Parker – is a playmaker. The problem is they got a lot of slot guys. Uh, is Parker the guy who can go up and down the field? I don't know. If they think he is, though, I think that might that might be the guy they go after here. But I, I think it's Pete, too. Uh, last year, Tarvin, they went Aaron Donald, defensive tackle. They went free safety with LaMarcus Joyner and then Trey Mason in the third round. So I look at him going uh, offensive tackle, a wide receiver here. Yep, Jason, your bikes are on the clock now. They're making a deal with Gurley, maybe? Woohoo! That's what I Because I thought Gurley was going to be in the top 10, and he's just going to miss it being outside of 11. So we'll see. Here it is. The Rams are coming up. Come on, Roger. With a number 10 pick in the first round. Jeff Bash Fisher picks. The Rams take OJ Simpson. <laughs> Todd Gurley. I'm on Trey, I'm gonna think Gurley's gonna be the pick here. Nice. Dang! Todd Gurley, you're right. Dang. Trey Man. Don't play teams are doing anything. They all suck. Trey Mason and Gurley in the same backfield, guys. Woo! Oh, oh. You know, you know why I did that? Because all week I've been thinking Todd Gurley's going to get in the top ten somewhere, top ten. And then when Jason said that, I started looking at number 11. I was like, wow, he's going to get out of the top ten. And Gurley, there he is in the top ten. Now, Jason, do you think Melvin that Gordon. they go out in Melvin Gordon? Is that a no-brainer right now, guys? I say wh- whether AP gets traded or not depends on who they pick. If they yep. pick a running back, AP's gone. AP's out. If they pick a quarterback, AP ain't gonna play nowhere, except wearing purple. Yeah, or on, or sitting at home. Hey Tarvin, uh, the Rams with right here. I just gonna uh, real quick on Gurley. Don't want to move on just yet, Tarvin. The Rams had him the number two player on their draft board, so you know tells you what teams do. Taking Gurley, who they thought was the number two overall player in this draft. So for the Rams at ten, he's a steal. Um, and I think ah, it's a good pick, Tarvin. If he's healthy, he's going to really change this division. Um, like I said, they have Nick Foles. They need us. They'll see if they can get a lineman later on in the draft, maybe in the second round, Tarvin. Uh, but a good pick from from the Rams. I like the pick a lot. Um, Tarvin, I'm, I'm going safe here with the Vikings. I think Trey Wayne is a, is a, is a very strong need. Uh, and he spelled his name pretty awesome. So Trey Wayne, Vikings, number 11. <laughs> Well, Jason, who are the running backs for Minnesota right now behind AP? Who 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 filled in the void last year because they did good. Number the number one behind him is McKinnon. Yep, and Aziata stepped up. And Aziata is your third. And Aziata came back, signed a one-year contract. So I think they signed him just in case AP decides to do a Barry Sanders and walk away. But which would be <clears> too good. 
think, I mean, see, this is where where I'm confused. If, like you said, if AP is playing in Minnesota, then they're not going to go out and get that running back right now. This is where I, I don't know what to do, Trey. You're, you're picking – who did you say, Trey? You're picking the corner out of Michigan State, Trey yeah. Wayne. Trey Wayne, yep. Jason, you're or, going with you, – Trey down. You know how you know how Spielman loves to stockpile draft picks. He could do that. That's... What do you guys think of um, Gurley's health issues? Do you think he's going to, you know, is that something that the Rams need to look out for? Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. His knee has been checking out well. He didn't let anybody look at it for a while, and he started letting people test it. So I think, um, obviously, with Trey Mason playing pretty well down the stretch last year, they don't have to rush him back. Uh, and he could split carries for a while until maybe the end of the year when he takes over the load. So I think uh, for that reason, I think it's a good pick because if Gurley is healthy, I mean, he's just such a such a good back. We haven't seen a back as good as him probably come out in probably two or three years. So um, okay. it could be a very good pick for them. I, I still think it was a gamble because of the offensive line. Um, Gurley is phenomenal, don't get me wrong. His health is a question. They must have found out that you know, like Trey said, he was their number two overall player. They must have found out the knee was fine. I'm going with – God, I'm going to go with Jason on this one. I'm going to go with Gordon. Melvin Gordon coming in here right behind Gurley. They need a running back. He's up from up north. And even if Peterson stays, Peterson's not 20 years old anymore, you know. They need somebody to help carry the load and they have Bridgewater they have their quarterback they have the receivers so I'm going to go running back Sonia are you going with us yeah I go with my lovey because we watch them so <laughs> we know what they need like Jason was saying earlier Crazy. the secondary with Vikings sucks and it's like ugh. I mean when they, were, when they were pitching you know trade bait for Peterson they, they wanted a starting cornerback so that tells you what their top need is. Yeah. You know, so it's cornerback. You know, I. It's either cornerback or running back, one of the two. Yeah. They, they can't lose yep. either way. It's just gonna be and interesting. I, I guess the AP I thing just throws the whole picky in it because you don't know who's been like Cleveland was trying to um, get Mariota and they were trading picks and, and made it known. So you never know what the Vikes because even though they have this one stance like he's gonna be here. <laughs> You just never know. You know, or, or they could take the cornerback, and then later in the first round, they get a first pick from someone for AP, and then they take their running back like a duel from Nebraska. You know, you, know, you never know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I like but everybody's picks here. I like Gordon, and I like Lane. I, I'm safe to say that it's going to be one of those two, but the grade that the Rams got with their pick, C-plus, getting Gurley there, I think that's because – they needed offensive line help, and they went out. They went outside the box. Fisher does like to run. He likes to run the football. But Trey, is that kind of with with Mason back there being young and showing that he could carry some of the load last year? Was that a surprising pick, though? I think it's a little bit surprising, but I mean, in Mason in the third round last year, he looked pretty good last year, um, and he really needed offensive line help. Um, oh. So here I mean, we I go. Think it's a little surprising, but we'll see here, Carter. I'm sticking with Trey, yeah. Trey Wayne, Carter. 
Yeah, what's up? Trey Wayne. Trey Patterson. Yeah, cornerback. AP will be wearing dark purple. Congratulations, Trey. You got it right. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, in this division, Tarvin, with quarterbacks aplenty, and now you have the Vikings, uh, um, you know, you see what the Bears did taking Kevin White, uh, and you see you have, you know, two all-pro quarterbacks and throwing the ball in your division, I think the Vikings went smart where I think the Bears didn't. They went for a player that can they can shut down one of those um, Calvin Johnson. They went for a player who could really help uh, the other side of the ball uh, versus taking sort of the sexier pick and their receiver or someone like that. So I think Trey Waynes is a great pickup for them. Yeah. So here are the Cleveland Browns up, guys. I mean, who's Cleveland's running back? Don't they need a running back? Cleveland? I know Cleveland they need an offensive line. Um, every, every, every hero in the Bible. Mm-hmm. They, they need Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all together on the exactly. team. Exactly. Look at, I mean, think about it. When you look at Cleveland, Trent, even though I love him, he's a Bama boy, he's a bust. Manziel, whatever. I just, with Cleveland, you just never know what they're going to do. And if they always seem to go, I don't know. I just. Cleveland makes me sick, and I was born there. <laughs> <laughs> Trey, who do you think with, with Cleveland here? I can see Melvin Gordon. I can see Andrew Pete. One of those two. I don't. I can't see many many others. Hey, Tarvin, before I get to that, uh, Zach Stacy, who's the backup running back for uh, the 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 St. Louis Rams, just tweeted, "Yikes!" <laughs> so, uh, you, you, and by the way, Zach Mettenberger has apparently officially asked for a trade out of out of Tennessee. So it's funny how the draft, how quickly the players are themselves react to this. You see, uh, the, the running back for for the Rams uh, sort of already indicating his his place in in uh, in his team, and then Mettenberger demanding a trade already. Kind of gives you an indication of what they how they feel about you know their place in, on their team, but. Um, I'll tell you, the Cleveland Browns, they haven't hit a home run last year. They took, what, you know, Justin Gilbert, who we thought was going to be a solid cornerback, who really didn't develop much last year. In fact, got benched a couple of times for attitude problems. Uh, he was the cornerback out of uh, Oklahoma State. We'll see if he develops more. And then, of course, Johnny Manziel going into rehab. This is a very um, big pick for Cleveland. They have two this year, Tarvin, but they need a solid player who can contribute. I mean, they have a couple of offensive linemen who are really good, but it is most certainly a position of need. Um, But, Tarvin, I think with Josh Gordon and everything going on with him, this is where you take Devontae Parker. It could be. But I want to throw something out real quick, guys. The ACC right now, out of the first 11 picks, they have three. The SEC has three. The Big Ten has one, two, two already. So, so Trey, the ACC seems like they always throw in some first rounders out there. Yeah, the ACC had three of the first nine, um, which is pretty good. I mean, the the uh, the tenth pick was the third one for the SEC. So, both of those doing well so far. Pac-12, Big Ten, I think Big and uh, uh, have two each. So. They're 
building, Tarvin. We'll see. I, I think, uh, Tarvin, what do you think about uh, the Browns taking if they take Devontae Parker? Uh, I, I think that could be okay, but I, I really think they need some line help too, man. I mean, I know I said this a couple of teams and they, they went against me, but I think Pete or Gordon right here, I mean, who's Cleveland's running back? I can't name him right now, so that obviously means they need somebody to to run the football. You can't take a quarterback here, of course. So, Pete you guys or Gordon. See that? 22 different quarterbacks for Cleveland, the most in the league in the, it's what, since 1990, I mm-hmm. think it was, or 1999 or something. Yeah, and coaches, I think. <laughs> Who was their last decent quarterback? Kozar? Probably. I can't think mm. of it. Trey, did you say Zach asked for a trade? What's that? Mettenberger asked for a trade. I'm sorry, I, I can't hear either one of you. She, she's, she's, she's asking you did Mettenberger ask for a trade? Yeah, Mettenberger has already asked for a trade. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? He, he, wow. he like or I, I think Tennessee told him that you're not gonna if we're gonna take Mariota. With a second overall pick, we're going to start him. I mean, you are forced to start him when you take a quarterback that high, right, son? You're going to have to. It's like, come on, but yep. oh my god! <laughs> Tarvin, what do you think? Pick us in, guys. <laughs> oh I'm not sold on Parker and Louisville right now, Trey. I know oh, you no, like no. him. They could. Are you guys looking at the Cleveland Browns off-field issues? Oh yeah. Yeah, we got a cheater at the bottom, Ray Farmer cheating, and then we got another head coach, Gilbert Dilling. Head coach disclosed Gilbert dealing with a personal issue. Tarvin, are you going with Pete? Yeah, I'm going with Pete in this one. Yeah, I think my backup, Tarvin, uh, if I had to say it would be Danny Shelton, uh, but I, I just think they're going to go receiver, and I think Devontae Parker's higher on my board. Uh, than uh, Perryman out of, US, out of UCS. So uh, that's why I'm, I'm sticking with it, Tarvin Parker. You know, you know, guys, we've been sitting there an hour and a half, and we're just on pick 12. I was hoping we were going to get to the Carolina Panthers at night at 23, or where, where are they at? 25. There it is. 22 different starting quarterbacks since 1999. No quarterback. All right, here we go, Cleveland. Danny Shelton. Dang. Go ahead, Tarvin, and Trey. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick that one. I didn't pick that one. Well, go ahead, Trey. <laughs> no, Trey, well, Trey it, did it, you it pick Shelton? Back up pick. Yeah, I said. I said Shelton if they went defense. Yeah. Yeah, he just did. All right, now. Trey, now on I need the, uh, give me three numbers from each of you <laughs> that you think of. I can <laughs> my lotto. Danny Shelton, a big guy, three hundred thirty-nine pounds, six foot two. Uh, hey. Cleveland does need to get better against the run. That's one thing they struggle with. He can push the pocket. He's a big old kid, man. Look at him. Good. Or sure is. Ooh. Don't you you want to live in Atlanta? Is... You want to live in Cleveland? <laughs> Trust me. He's a third Pac-12 guy too, Tarvin. So the Pac-12 just just uh, evened up with uh, the SEC and the ACC for overall picks at this point. Wait, where's the Big Twelve? <laughs> Where is the Big 12? 
co the the, the co champs here. The coach. I'm, I'm sure Art Riles is calling someone out for conspiracy against him right now. Well, I mean, the West Virginia is, uh, is in there with uh, Kevin White, and I think that's the third. Oh about yeah, four I forgot years about him. The West Virginia's got a pick in there, but yeah. Oh, oh, the Aints are up yeah. next. The Saints. Right, the Aints. The Aints, yeah. Talk about a team that can go in multiple year. directions. I like, I like Parker here for the Saints. I mean, you know how they love the receivers in the first round. That, he kind of fits their profile. I could see, you know, Ingram signed and he, he got a new deal, but I could see Gordon coming in there. Could you imagine Gordon on the turf running like that? Oh. Well, you know, uh, Randy. I thought I, I was thinking, Tarvin, that uh, that they could go receiver two, but you know, they took they took Brandon Cooks last year. So uh, in the yeah. first round, I mean, they really get two need two straight years. Uh, so I, I think the needs are going to be defensive line. Dupree. Um, I think Austin. I think Alvin Dupree is where I'm thinking. I think Randy Gregory Tarvin would be a surprise pick here, but with his drug issues. So I think Dupree is where they're going to go. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I do too. Uh, I do too. In, in this division, we talked about it. What do you need? You need defense, especially now you have Winston out here in this division. You have Cam, Drew Brees. They oh. need. I mean, they need to be able to stop somebody. I'm going to pre Jason. Who do you like the Saints getting here? Jason. Oh, yeah. Can you hear him? Yeah, they well, lost Graham. Right. So, uh, I say they take a receiver. You think they're going to go with the That receiver? was my. Yeah. They'll take a receiver. Maybe the, the kid. <laughs> he picks up Roger Goodell. I'm sorry. Maybe the kid from Louisville. That that was my first gut, too. But, you know, the Dupree. Uh, I need the SEC to get back up there a little bit. You know, I can't have I know, the, the SEC right now. So, trade Dupree out of the SEC. We'll put the SEC in the lead, and they'll stay there yeah. the rest of the night. There you hey, go. In, in, in true fashion, uh, Tarvin, I'm looking at um, if they were to take an offensive player who I think they would take, um, I, think if they, I think they would go line and go either Cam Irving in a surprise pick um, or DJ Humphreys from Florida. So um, I think that's where they – I think they're going to stick to the line. I, I think uh, – yeah, I'm going to say Dupree or Tarvin. If they you go only get line, one I'm pick. I'm going to go with uh, Humphreys at a Florida. You, you only get one pick, Trey. You don't get ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm, just, I'm just talking it out, buddy. Just talking it out. I know. I'm joking. I like that because it gives our listeners a chance to – to hear other other options. I, I like Dupree here with this defense. And, you know, the Saints have improved on defense. They've tried to. They've made, they're making strides. Sometimes you, you have Drew Brees. You have Ingram. He's able to run the ball. They're going to get their point. And they got Cooks last year. Now you need someone that can put pressure on a quarterback that can help stop the run. That's where Dupree – I mean, this Dupree kid, how big is he, Trey? I mean, he's huge. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. Dupree is, uh, oh, he weighs in. I think he's like, I'm trying to think of his size. Three, I don't know, he's like 330, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. If you say three anything, that'd be. 
to kind of help them out with the offensive side of the ball. They have they have the Tannehill, the quarterback, Trey. Who do you think here? Who do you like? Mm-hmm. Convince me it's not Parker. I think I think Parker is a very solid pick. Um, I also think Gordon could go here. I think I think running back was something they were thinking about. Gordon here, at, that could be. You got Devontae Parker, Nelson, um, what's his name, Aguilar? Is that how you pronounce it, Aguilar? I'm just looking at some of the, just looking at this NFL thing, and just for the uh, the Dolphins, they've got two wide receivers and two cornerbacks. Okay. But the Dolphins, actually, they were pretty good last year. Yeah, 8-8. Eight eight. I mean, play. Eight and eight's not bad. They did beat New England early in the season, I believe, the first game of the season. And, I mean, Tannehill's getting better. I wasn't a big believer of Tannehill, but I do think he needs some more weapons around him. And yeah. I think this is where Parker can come in. Trey, what's the size of Parker? Isn't he a – he's a physical receiver, isn't he? Uh, Parker's a big kid. I think he's six four. Um, yeah. If I recall. He's – and he – if you've watched, or if you watched Louisville play last year and, and big games, the Florida State game before he got hurt, Parker could take over a game. I mean, so uh, I thought Devontae Parker was honestly the number two receiver in this draft ahead of Kevin White. Um, and so, in, in, a, in a time in the NFL where you saw four guys pretty much go last year and make an immediate impact uh, in the NFL. Um, which makes you kind of think about why you pay a lot of money for one nowadays. You can go out and draft a superstar and Odell Beckham and Kelvin Benjamin and, and all the, and Sammy, Sammy Watkins and all these guys. Um, and I think Devontae Parker is ready to step up uh, and do that kind of thing. I think the Dolphins need a receiver, so I, I, I think it's Devontae Parker. Yeah, I think you're right on this one. Um Pete's gone. I can't pick him anymore. And Jason <laughs> reminded me that, that he was still there a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, guys remember, guys, that. <laughs> San Francisco is, is next after Miami. And, and you know, looking at San Francisco's needs, this is a tough division with Seattle. The Rams are getting better. I mean, Arizona's defense, I don't know who San Francisco gets. I mean, I, I have no clue of who they're going to get in here. I'm thinking offensive line. I'm thinking the big kid Collins out of LSU could be someone San Francisco goes after, just somebody to look at right here. Gregory from Nebraska. Uh, I see his name. Defensive tackle. I just realized they just put up a a little stat that no cornerback has been taken in the first round since Vontae Davis back in 09. I didn't even realize that. No, No one has been drafted? No quarterback. Corner. For who? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said quarterback. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs> Corner. No, quarterback. no quarterback has been taken in the first line in the first round since 2009, and that was Vontae Davis. And I'm looking at the the uh, again this this mock draft thing here, and it looks like I thought they got... Huh? I thought D. Milner went in the first round. He did. Yeah, just a corner on safety. Well, I mean, Trey Wayne's is a corner. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but until this year, until yeah, this so year, this, she was safe. 
Yeah, that was a stat they just threw up on the the little ticker. Okay, I thought oh, I thought the the email. Well, here we go, guys. Um, Jason, who are who are the Dolphins going to pick? Here we and here they come. Parker. I thought they were coming. Parker. All of us think Parker is going to be the guy. Yeah. We have the best available for Mel Kiper, Devontae Parker, Melvin Gordon, Malcolm Brown. That's a name I about forgot out of Texas. He's a stud defensive tackle. Debris yeah, out of Kentucky. Yeah. Well, Perriman, I mean. Perriman. Yeah, I, I think if I hear a defense, I think I think it is Dupree, but I, I think it's Parker Carmine. This is I, this one's one I think is, is is relatively solid where they should go and where they need to go, which is Devontae Parker. I, I think Bud Dupree yeah. is where you go if you need a, if you're in defense, uh, and they do. But um, yeah, so looking ahead, Tarvin is just the San Francisco's needs I have is down as his corner, defensive tackle, defensive end, and linebacker. So. Uh, I think the next pick from from the Frisco 49ers are going to be on the defensive side. I, I have all defensive needs from them. And last year, um, they took Carlos Hyde and a safety in the first two picks. So, yeah, and that's why Gordon won't go now with the Carlos Hyde pick. They like those big, you know, those big running backs, the Big Ten guys. I don't think they'll put Hyde in uh, in the backfield right now with uh, Melvin Gordon. So. I don't know who they're going to go with, but I know Parker's going to go right here and, and maybe Lale Collins. What happened with Collins, Trey, real quick for LSU? I know he got in some trouble. What was that? Well, he, he's, going to, he's going to be questioned by the police down in Louisiana for the murder or death of his girlfriend slash um, you know, mother's, you know, mother of his child. Baby uh, mama. pregnant. Oh. Uh, and uh, she's not a suspect oh, at this time. God. They just want to question him. So uh, a lot of people think he's not going to be drafted in the first three rounds at all. So Yeah, he's a murderer. No more Ray Cruz. Yeah, I mean, he, he was not – he apparently was not in Louisiana when it happened. But as we've learned, um, that, that necessarily doesn't end all be all. And he's not a suspect. I mean, we, right now he's not a suspect. So let's give him the benefit of the doubt. But – the, with the NFL now, I don't think that anybody's been taking the tie. I mean, I think he'll get drafted, but it'll be late. Did you guys see the stat with Ryan Tannehill? He's been no, sacked 139 times, the most in the NFL since in the last three seasons. So what do you really think well. the Dolphins need right now? <laughs> yeah, they took a tackle last year in the first round, though. So I, I just don't know if there's one available – at this level of maybe they can get one in the second and third, but here we go. Oh, Chargers. Devontae Parker. That was an easy one. Boom. I'm back on track. Well, the uh, 49ers just traded with the Chargers. They've got the next pick. Thank you for that, Tanya. I just saw that, and I was like, what just yeah. happened? The Chargers said That's they're going to keep Drew Brees. Melvin Gordon, yep. Melvin Gordon. Thank you, yeah. 49ers, because I didn't know who in the hell you were picking. So, thank you. Yeah, I got Melvin Gordon here, Tarvin, in the trade. And I, yeah. I, I thought Dallas would trade up at this point, uh, where I thought was going to happen. But um, the Chargers trade up. I think it's Melvin Gordon. And they get the 17th pick, guys. They pick here. Houston picks, and then they pick again. This is a, 
a good chance to get two big players for them. So let's let's think in the future here. They're going to take Melvin Gordon here. Who else did they get? So, Tarvin, what did they, they wow. get? They got the 17th pick and then a fourth-round a fourth round pick in this draft and a fifth round next year. Yeah, so 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 they actually don't get the seventeenth pick this year, right? They they just traded that away. So they they have to be getting uh, Melvin Gordon here. And so yeah, San Francisco, my yeah. board hasn't updated yet. My my board yeah. still shows San Diego at seventeen. Yeah, and by the way, the the I don't even have the Chargers needing a running back, um, but I, I think it's Mel. You trade up for Melvin Gordon. I don't think you trade up for Dupree. Um, no. <laughs> Hold on, let me give you another no. one. The Browns traded, uh, the Bills traded the Browns for the 19th pick. Wow. Yep. So we got Chargers, Texans, 49ers, Chiefs, and Browns. Wow, the Bills must think they, they have to get someone. Mm. No, but the Bills, that was, that was the tr- They gave that pick away earlier, right? They wouldn't that traded from last year? I don't think so. Is the Browns I think Tanya's right. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, at the... They did. I'm sorry. I'm on the NFL tracker, and, you know, it kind of updates before their the yeah. ticker does. And what it's showing is the next pick is the Chargers. They traded from the 49ers. Then you've got the, the Texans at 16, uh, 49ers at 17 from Chargers, Chiefs 18, and Browns. Uh, the Bills traded the Browns. Or the 19th pick. And, and, and guys, I think Houston was going to get – I do think Houston was going to get Gordon, and I think that's why San Diego pulled this trade off. I don't. I know San Francisco didn't need him, like we talked about getting high. The only person that they could trade for here would be Gordon. I mean, Jason, what do you think? Yeah, you don't you don't trade up like Trey said to get Dupree or something right now. You, you probably could have gotten him. Trey, I think yeah, they, 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 took, they, a, they took a corner Houston. last year from TCU uh, in the first round. So I think I think this is Gordon. Uh, and I think Sonya's right. Here's Go another ahead. one. The Seahawks traded with the Saints, and they're going to be the thirty first thirty first pick. Trey, uh, you, you yeah, actually said yeah. that before the show started, didn't yeah. you? That they Did were going to trade yeah. up in the first round. Yeah. Well, you called it because they traded from the Seahawks. They're at number 31 now. If you guys go, go, wow. go to NFL.com and go to the tracker and do rounds, and it shows them all before they do the ticker. By the way, Tarvin, the next two picks are already in, so Houston's already yep. in their selection as well. Houston, to me, what they need is – I, th- I thought they needed running back, really. I know they have uh, Foster and everything, but he's got some, some tread on those tires. So I, I think Dupree goes to Houston. But let's see what the Chargers do here. Melvin Gordon, baby. Come on, do it. Melvin Gordon, <laughs> boom! Way in sports is tight tonight, y'all. Y'all need to come and listen to us for. 
<laughs> we rolling, baby. All right, Trey, since Houston's pick was since Houston's pick's already in so fast, does that mean do you think they wanted Gordon or was I was I wrong on that? Well, I think Houston might have taken him, yeah. Um You're talking now. And uh, what what is Houston gonna do here? They need offensive linemen and you gotta look at um Who's really available at this point? I mean, is there really value? Cameron Irving. Yeah, I, I, Cameron Irving is where I'm looking at this, Tarvin, or, or D.G. Humphreys out of out of Florida. I think that, uh, I'm going to go with Irving, the center out of uh, Florida State. Uh, my backup will be D.J. Humphreys. But I think, uh, yeah, I just think uh, I think they're going to go offensive line. and They, they could go defensive back, uh, but I think line is where they're going to go. See, I think I think Dupree right here would would fit in good with Houston with Clowney and 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 Watt. Some of those guys they're trying to to make that defense dominant. And you look at at that division; they have to play Indianapolis twice a year. They have Andrew Luck in that offense. They need some help just to make sure that they they get a, a lot of power on defense. But what a pick, Gordon going to San Diego's. I, I know. Philip Rivers is very happy right now having a running back like this from the Big Ten in. The Big Ten's cleaning up today, too, so a lot going on in the first round. You're listening to Way in Sports Talk. we got 10 or so minutes left. If I don't, I will be divorced probably, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. I've got, I've got her knocked up, guys, so i got her knocked up. She's pregnant, so she, she has to think long and hard before leaving me. There you go. Uh, yeah. Baby Tarvin so, to be born into the divorce family. <laughs> Houston, the pick is in. Get on with it, guys. Trey was county last year. And, I mean, let's let's get this thing going. I'm ready to see some more picks. Trey, I still like Dupree here. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not a neat I'm position. Probably wrong. But it, you, know, you could be um, – I mean, sometimes you take the best available player – I mean, they they could use an inside linebacker, and maybe you think Dupree uh, and an outside linebacker. So maybe Dupree does meet um, that need. They put him on the outside. So um, it's not out of the realm. I, I think Dupree is. If they go defensive player, I think I think it is Dupree because um, they're a team that needs a safety. Uh, safety is not a uh, not a real area of first round talent this year. So maybe Dupree's a good pick, man. Yet you can't already talk me into it. Yeah, and it's that SEC pedigree right there. They got Clowney. They they get this guy. Dupree is one of the the main bright spots of Kentucky. There's not many things great in Kentucky football, but that he was one that it, it just always was entertaining to watch. So we got Houston, San Fran, Kansas City, and as Sonya's right, Buffalo at 19 at Cleveland. Mine still hasn't updated yet, but we'll see. And if you're if you're in the chat room right now, you can stay in the chat room uh, if we go into overtime. But you cannot call in after the two hour mark unless you're already in here. So right now, if you're in the studio, we have about five callers other than what we have right now. If you want to stay in and listen, you can. If we go into overtime, but you cannot call in once the show is past two hours right now. So we'll see. Thanks, Sonia, for putting the NFL tracker in the chat room here. So make sure you get in there and look at that. 
So San Fran's pick's already in, guys. Houston's pick's already in, and we're sitting here watching commercials. (laughs) And all of their – we're not going to go – we're not going to do commercials. And some, some, yeah. (laughs) And and some great – Byron Jones out of Connecticut, he's a corner. He's still on the board. I mean, you know, this has been – you know, the BCS conference, right? I mean, the the Power Five has been in this, but Connecticut could be that team that slips in there and gets a player. Uh, looking at – I'm trying to see some Alabama players. Landon Collins, the safety, still out there. Eddie Goldman, defensive tackle from Florida State. Doral Beckham, uh, the wide receiver that was kicked out of Missouri. Eric Armstead, defensive end for Oregon. Ronald Darby for Florida State. Cameron Irving from Florida State. Trey, your Florida State boys are representing well in this draft, right? Yeah, Florida State's going to break the modern or the draft record with number of players taken in a three-year period this draft. They're going to have 11 taken in this draft. Uh, it's going to break the record overall in the last three years. Just to keep track of our, our college football, the ACC, Tarvin, with four picks in the first uh, 15. Uh, the Pac-12 has four as well, and the SEC and the Big Ten have three. Whoa, SEC is falling, guys. You just might as well jump off that ship. <laughs> yeah, it is burning it. right now. Shane Ray, buddy, I think I'm going to flip to to Dupree on this. I've been thinking about it. Uh, I think uh, I think Dupree's the pick here. Okay, I think Jason said Dupree too, right? Or did you not say that? Dupree. Okay. And Florida State is loaded with the the talent here. You know, Trey, I'll ask you right now, since we we have joked about Sammy Coates, and do you think he goes in the first round? No, I don't think Sammy Coates goes in the first round. Not uh, the problems with Coates, hands and routes, two things that that to be in the first round and be an impact player in the NFL, Coates has been have had issues with. I think he's going to be possibly pretty good in the NFL. He's got speed, size. Uh, but he's going to be a guy who needs to work a little bit at it. Route, you can't just um, you go out there on the fly. You get to run routes in the NFL. Uh, so that's going to be something that I think is going to be more of a uh, an issue with development for him. And I think there's a couple of receivers out there that I have ranked a little higher than him. I think I think Coates goes to New England. That's where where I think he's going to end up. He's going to be the last pick in the first round. I think Belichick likes him. They kind of bonded. Together, I think I'm just from what I'm hearing, I could be wrong, guys. Trust me, don't do not go go say anything. But I think he goes there. Here's Goodell. Let's see what the what the Texans do. Kevin Johnson out of Wake Forest, another ACC player taken in the first round. Wow, six foot, 188 pounds. I did not yeah. see that one coming, guys. Well, I had him as a first-round grade, Tarvin, but I, just, I thought he was – I thought actually the 49ers is where I was actually going to take him next. Um, He's but, crying, man. Just look at that kid. I mean, that's seeing mom and dad there with him. I mean, that's a – he looks like a humble kid to me. Wait yeah. for it. That's watching the draft is just watching them, just their emotions. Yep. Oh, just so you know, Tarvin, who has – Defensive backs have given Florida State a lot of trouble in the last two years. 
Kevin Johnson is one of the reasons why. He has actually matched up very well against Florida State's number one receivers, um, and that's including Benjamin as a junior, uh, when he was a junior, uh, and then last past year and Rashad Green. So, I mean, he's a guy, Tarvin, who has the ability to make tackles as a, as a cornerback and also to hit somebody. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, Tarvin, uh, now that he's off the board, I think Dupree goes to the 49ers. Yeah. I'm just going to keep picking Dupree until he yep. goes, I guess. <laughs> Dupree it is. Uh, I'm, I'm with Trey here. I mean, I, I'm surprised that this pick happened. But, but again, like Sonia said earlier, these, these guys do their research. They know a lot more than we do about these guys and how they how they fit. It's not only how talented they are. It's the needs they feel and how they fit the chemistry of the team. There's a lot that goes into this besides who's the best player. I mean, it would be easy if we could just pick who's the best players and line them up and throw them on the team. That's not how they do it here. We probably have time for the San Francisco pick, guys. Trey, do you want to go into overtime and do that? I have some things I have to get done. If you want to stay yeah, on. I'm, and... a, I'm in the same boat as my wife put together. my put down my daughter for bed, and my son is getting close. So, uh, yeah, I, I have to uh, – <laughs> I'm going to have to piece out a little bit as well. <laughs> Well, we had well, fun you know, hanging so, with you guys. Yeah, I'm glad y'all came. Y'all made it a lot more fun and interesting. But, you know, weigh-in sports, first round so far, we've done okay. We've done better than Mel Kiper, and that's what I came to do, Sonia. Beat <laughs> Mel Kiper. Dude, my big toe did better than Mike, Mel Kiper. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, fun. We I, loved it. But I have to say this before before you guys go. It's when we were talking about the kids and their emotion and, and really seeing the way Kevin Johnson hugged Roger Goodell, you could tell that he was very, very grateful. And, and you can kind of tell he's a humble kid. But do you guys remember when um, Landon Collins announced his, his the fact that he was going to Bama and his old mom and that whole situation? Yeah. Remember that? Do mm-hmm. you really yep. think, had he stayed with LSU, that he'd be here now? I'm just asking. I'm not, you know. What do you guys think? Would he be a late first round, early second round pick? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's hard to, but the reason probably Trey's saying that too. LSU's LSU's a defensive minded team too. They mm-hmm. they produce some great NFL talent. But, but Alabama and LSU, they're always spitting out the best defensive players in the conference usually. Okay. Well, San Francisco is going to pick here, guys. We're running out of time. It's 10 o'clock. I'm saying Dupree. Trey saying Dupree. Jason saying Sammy Coates. I'm right, saying Jason. Jesus. <laughs> All right, guys. You got well, I'm, to I'm, just pick before you hang bold out. Bold prediction now. of the night. Bold prediction of the night. Sammy Coates goes to Dallas, Indianapolis, or New England. Somebody like that with a, a – he can catch the deep ball. I don't know his hands need some improvement, but somebody's going to get him in this first round, I'm hoping. But, guys, y'all y'all be good. Thanks for joining us. Everybody, thanks for listening. Listen to us in the archive. I don't know how much fun draft talk is in the archive except to see how right or wrong we were. But, guys, <laughs> take care. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you Sunday night. Wait, Tarvin, they're making a the pick. Do Hold you, on. You yep. better not. Yep, here we go. San Francisco. Let's see. Eric Armstead. That's a that's not a bad pick right there. Okay. No, again, Tarvin, I had him going later, uh, but still had a first round grade. That's a 
we have the first uh, the first team carving Oregon as we leave the air to have two of their players taken in the first round. So congratulations to Oregon. Now Jason Humphreys is happy. Yeah, the guys go Ducks. Jason Humphreys, a six-seven guy, he's about three hundred pounds. I know Auburn tried to get him. Um, got him for a visit down there to visit one time. They couldn't pull him. This kid is a stud. So San Francisco, you know, when it comes to defense, they seem to know what they they were doing. But that was with Harbaugh, new organization. I don't know what they're going to do. But guys, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you Sunday night at eight thirty p.m. Eastern. All right, yeah. thanks.